Turn your Bibles to Philippians chapter 4, verse 15. I was talking with Minister Regina on yesterday, and I got so excited because she was hitting a spiritual nerve. And we got to hollering and laughing over the phone. See, that's what happens when you get around Jesus, people. <laughs> you can talk and time go right on past. And that right, Brett Tommy. <laughs> he was our, he was my clock keeper. Cause Lily and I got to talking one night and we ended up praising God for five hours. And then it, it didn't even seem like it had been that long. But that's what can happen when you get around Jesus, people. Hallelujah. Time just go away because you're talking about his goodness. Hallelujah. Are you there, Philippians chapter 4, verse 15? Now you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church, said no church, communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving, but ye only. He says no church talked to me, did anything in relation to communicating about money, about giving and receiving. So he says, no church but yours went into partnership and opened an account with me. Oh, Jesus. Now, he's not trying to get people to sow into him, but he knew how important that is. Now, we're, we're still learning the importance of sowing. See, Jesus sowed his life so we could have life. Now, you can't get it any deeper or better than that. Surely, as the gospel is preached, Apostle Paul was saying, you know, he says, but nobody thought of it but you. And this is not something you can tell people to do. It's got to come up out of you to do. Mm. He said in verse 16, for even in Thessalonica, you sent once and again unto my necessity. He said, you sent more than one time to relieve my wants. He didn't say no needs. He said my wants. They were looking out for the man of God. Oh, Jesus, y'all got to hear this one. I'm not trying to get nothing from nobody. But some of you have learned the secret. That's why your life is so good. And when it looked like it should be a hiccup, you got an overcoming mountain that you just overcome and run over and just shut it right down. Because you, you're sowing into the grace of somebody else. Whenever you're reaching for something of your own, you got to learn how to sow into the grace of somebody else. Ooh, Jesus. Look what he said in verse 17. Not because I want to give, not because I desire money from you, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. What is he saying? He says, I'm not, I'm not seeking, I'm not anxious for the money. That's not what I'm looking for. I am not anxious for the money, he says. It's not the money that I'm anxious for, but I am excited to see the abundant return that will be placed to your account. He says, I know the return is coming. Oh, Jesus. Now look at verse 18. He says, but I have all and abound. So he says, I'm not broke. I'm not falling apart. I am full. I'm not hungry. Having received the Epaphroditus, the things which were sent from you, an odor of a sweet smell, a sacrifice acceptable, well-pleasing to God. He said, he said, you did, your generosity is like a lovely fragrance, a sacrifice that pleased the very heart of God. Ooh, Jesus. 
See, giving is supposed to not only excite God, but it's supposed to excite the person you sold it to. Watch this. Here's our ever-loving scripture that we quote all the time. Verse 19. But my God, say my God. He made it personal. He made God responsible for making sure that the Philippians got a return. He says, but my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Now, let me announce to some of y'all, this scripture don't work for every Christian. It's not supposed to. It's only for those who sow. You can't, you can't pull this scripture out. See, that's where we mess up. We quote a lot of scriptures, but we don't know all the ones that precede the one we're trying to make work. And this is not, listen, don't nobody get under condemnation. You can't sow once in a while. You got to have a lifestyle of sowing. Ecclesiastes 11 and 1 talks about that. You got to sow when it's not right, seemingly right to sow, when you don't have enough to sow. You got to sow. You know, I'm like this. I'm such a sower. If I have to convert something in my house into money, I'm getting rid of it so I can have seed to sow. Do you not know when I got my taxes done yesterday, because, you know, I'm like this. I don't care about this stuff. I'd be glad we don't never have to do another tax in my life. But, you know, I went and got my taxes done. I wouldn't even take the statement from the church because I know it's going to be a problem for the tax people. You mean you got all that money? You, no, I didn't need to. I ain't broke. I got seed in the ground. And I know, see, as long as I know they registered in the kingdom of God, I don't care if they don't register in this earthly system. If they took away the tithing and uh, giving exemption, I don't care. I got seed in the kingdom. Because that's more important to me than what this earthly stuff thinks. If I don't never get nothing back from the government that they stole from me anyhow. And they are like giving you an allowance after they have used your money all year long. Giving you a fraction of what they took from you. And because you don't see it in the paperwork, you think they're doing you a favor. No, they're not. They're keeping you quiet. So you don't bellyache about it. But this says, my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. One translation says, "Woo, hallelujah. And my God will fully supply all your needs and wants according to his abundant wealth. So glorious in Christ Jesus. So I'm going like, mm-hmm. I'm in this. Come on, stand to your feet. I am in this. I'm all in, the, in this. I am all in this. 